Hi, and welcome to the Bible Belt Bros, hosted by Luke and Daniel, where we call to the church to stand up and step out in obedience to God. Thank you for tuning in today. We're excited to have you here. I hope this finds you blessed in the Lord, and without further ado, here is this week's episode of the Bible Belt Bros. Welcome back. Good morning, afternoon, evening, midnight, whatever time it is. Mid-morning. Mid-afternoon. Happy 12.03, whoever's out there (laughs) listening at 12.03. congrats. You're our lucky Uh, winner. Call me right away and I'll give you a coupon (laughs) for uh, sponsored by Geico, but it's not for Geico. Not a real sponsor. (laughs) Um, But we're going to add, like always, so just hang tight real quick. Welcome to ASMR with the Bible Bell Bros. Time for bubble wrap. It's not working. Sorry. It's not working. Your inside voice. Come on, Luke. Get it to work. I got this. You're better at it than me. Anyways, yeah, I had some bubble wrap. We want to sponsor, be sponsored by bubble wrap today. Yeah, also, I love the mug that this that the bubble wrap was wrapped around. I don't know what brand bubble wrap this is, but it's crappy. It's terrible. Don't gonna, buy this brand bubble wrap. I guess yeah. Well, I bought this from MLB Shop, so I guess don't buy stuff that needs to be bubble wrapped by MLB Shop. Go to Walmart and buy you bubble wrap or. Get a bubble mail or something. I don't know, but bubble wrap is fun. If you ever need a stress reliever, because we're going into finals. Yep. Get bubble wrap. Mm-hmm. There we go. Thank you for your time. All right, welcome to episode twenty. Excuse me. Twenty. What's twenty in Spanish? Oh gosh, I should know. Train this. to thirty. Yeah. Uh. uh Hold on. Whoa. Oh, I'm having a brain fart. I'm taking Spanish three in the fall. I should know this. I haven't taken Spanish in like a year and a half, but I need to graduate now. Uh, uh, uh. Vente. Vente. Yeah. I'm so stupid. El episode Vente. Y'all keep an eye on me when I go take Spanish and fail it. It's going to be something. All right. But. Anyways, we're happy to be here. Mm Mm-hmm. And we are recording on a Friday afternoon because life, life happens. That's yeah. our excuse a lot of times. Just understand whenever something happens, doesn't happen on schedule, it's because of life. Yeah. And there's like no structure to life right now in college. No. You're about to go into that lifestyle. I graduate in three weeks. Ha, yeah. From today. He, he's going to go into structured life all, st- lifestyle. I'm going to stay in my unstructured mess. And then have an eight to five. Job. Yay. Working on the week. Party on the weekend. Yay. Why not party on the week, work on the weekends? I might do that. But. We'll see. uh, Yeah. So, life's unstructured. You know, it happens. But, hey, 
We're still alive. And we didn't skip the episode this week like yeah. we did multiple weeks in the past because someone got hurt. And I'm not talking about Luke. I'm talking about myself. Your appendix attacked you. It did. It hurt, too. It hurt a lot. Yeah. Okay. That's a good transition, though. <laughs> yeah. That appendix was a trial. What? So, Daniel, what are we talking about today? Well, you just told them. Oh, my gosh, Luke. We're talking about trials today, but Luke had to go and spoil it. Every episode's a trial with you, okay? Just get over it. <gasps> yeah. Boom roasted. I stole his water. All right. Yeah, we're talking about trials. So tell me about that, Luke. Well, trial is anything. Let me just read the definition we have here. What is a trial? Question mark. This is an experience in which our faith in Christ is tested, and we are faced with either choosing to stand firm on the rock or fall into sinful thought. So trial, you know. It's simply that, you know, we have to, we go through life and our, we're in a faith walk uh-huh. and we go through times where we have to make decisions to follow Christ or follow the world. And those are the only two options you have. Yep. And so, I mean, that's how we're going to talk about trials, our experiences with them, some scripture to go about, you know, conquering trials. But Daniel, why do we talk about, why are we talking about trials today? Well, Anyone, everyone goes through trials, everyone in life. And I don't just mean people in Christ. I mean, everyone in their life has gone through some sort of a trial. Um, and w- when we give our definition of a trial, obviously we are talking about um, trials under Christ. But um, w- w- everyone goes through through a situation in which they're, they're going to be tested. And we want to understand what a trial is, how to stand firm in it. How not to fall into sin, how to how to stand strong in Christ. Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> so that's why we're going to be talking about it. Uh, we also, Luke and I, have gone through a few trials of our own in our lifetime. It's been, uh, you know, quite the quite. We've had quite a few experiences and times in which we had to make a choice: either either stand firm, stand with Christ, or uh, or or you know. Don't stand firm. Don't stand with Christ. And Jesus, you know, he talked about this a lot in which uh, the wise man would build his house on a rock and a foolish man would build it on the sand. And storms are going to come no matter what. When your house is on the rock, it will stand firm. And so we need to stand firm on the rock that is Christ. Boom. I mean, yeah. We did it. I mean, you can read through the Bible. Everybody the Bible talks about went through trials. Yep. And so... It's, I mean, I think it can be concluded through logic that since those people who are written about in the Bible went through trials, mm-hmm. we are going to go through trials. Yep. Because we're people. And they were people. And throughout history, people have gone through trials. So mm-hmm. it's as simple as that. But that's what we're talking about and why it's important to talk about it. But we're just going to share some of our experiences, some recently, some not as recently, about trials we've been through and how the Lord's. He brought us through it. Uh-huh. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? We'll just go back and forth and you start. I'll start. All right. Yeah. So I'll start with the most recent one, which happened, or which concluded, I guess, yesterday. <laughs> yeah. You just came out of the so, Yeah, I did. Um, about three or four months of a long trial of trying to figure out what to do with my life. And as of yesterday, which was Thursday, April 8th, 2021. 2021, yes. I received a job offer, and it's a job offer I want, and it's a job offer um, I would lo- I love to have, and I accepted it today on the Friday. Yay! So, 
you know, so it's, it's one, one thing I just love looking back is I've been praying for months and months and months about the Lord making it clear about where he's, where I'm supposed to be led and where I'm supposed to be. And I can look back and see how the Lord has guided me through every process. And I can speak from experience before I was on this side, I would, Everyone's like, you'll, you'll get through it. You'll be fine. Because they'd already been on the side of it. And they're like, it'll be okay. Everything will work out. And I'm sitting there on the the beginning side of it. And I'm like, no, it's not. I'm stressed out. <laughs> I've still got to do all this all this crap. But guess what happened? The Lord worked it out. Just like he worked out every other trial in the Bible. How he pleased. And I'm at peace about it. I feel like this is where the Lord's leading me. And it took a lot of prayer. It took a lot of... Scripture reading took some fasting here and there. You know, it took a lot of, you know, spiritual disciplines. And not to say those are the ba- like the only thing I did, but they helped me grow my faith and they helped show God, like, how serious I took this process. And I truly believe God honors that, and I can see the effects of it and God honoring that. Uh-huh. And just some encouragement for me on the other side, much easier said than done, but it does work out. And just continue to be praying to be in God's will. And for those who are about to graduate like me or graduate next year, the year after that, or if you're listening to this 10 years later and you're about to graduate, <laughs> which would be insane. Thank you for listening 10, years later. Life, 10 yeah. years later. But if you're about to graduate, or if you're going through something tough and you need answers, pray. Read the Bible fast if you need to. Show the Lord you're serious about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all I can say about this one. But, you know. God's going to provide and his will is going to prevail overall. Yeah. One story of mine. Uh, Yeah. Um, I'll just, I guess, you know, I think it's kind of cool. He he pulled up a trial in which he just got through our, uh, our, our college pastor at our church once said, you know, everyone is either about to go into a storm in a storm or currently coming out of a storm. And it's cool to see, you know, Luke currently coming out of that storm, which, uh, I could visibly see a lot of uh, sometimes a bit of worry, uh, sometimes a bit of confusion Good about bit of worry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sometimes a confusion about just life, and and it's nice to see him come through out on the other side. You know, I'm, I'm, might be in that boat next year. I, I want to say I know what I'm going to go do, but we'll see. But you know, I'd say right now, you know, um, this whole semester for me has been like a massive trial. I mean, obviously we took a five week break. Part of that was, uh, you know, an, an injury that occurred. Um, but, you know, I've lost uh, a few friendships that I didn't I really didn't want to lose uh, this semester. I have lost a few people who are very close to me, I care about, uh, some very recently, um, that, that had, had me devastated and, and completely heartbroken. And all around, like, just... I won't say a lonely semester. I, I knew I hadn't been alone, but definitely one of those like ones that you can't wait to get out of. And we all are excited to get out of the semester, but y'all don't understand. I, I am going to celebrate very excitedly when I take my final exam because it's like, I just feel like it could not get worse. It could get worse, but you know, at least I won't have the stress of uh, being in a classroom. I'll be able to handle a lot of I'll be able to focus a lot more on a lot of problems that have been going on. And uh, if anything does get worse, you know, at least that's one less burden I'll have on me. At least it feels like in my case, but no matter what, um, you know, I've just had to stay true to the Lord. Um, that's why 
you know, before we started our, our Proverbs challenge, I was reading through Proverbs before then because I needed a lot of wisdom, mm-hmm. how to handle a lot of situations. And believe it or not, you know, in these situations and even recently, you know, um, and some of the Proverbs that we read the other day, we were talking about, you know, you, you stay away, stay away from the prostitute's house. Uh, was what wisdom was telling to the to the to the reader you know stay away from that and and you know that's just something that's very important just stay away from temptation and that's something an important lesson that i've been learning um uh, personally but yeah just going through this whole semester I'll, I'll just be blunt it sucked it sucked oh my gosh it sucked but uh i i am still of the lord still know where my faith lies and i'm not gonna stop so uh, yeah, that's that, that's so uh, both a, a recent trial for both of us. Um, we also, I'm sure we both have a story in the past. Yeah. I'll, I'll just go ahead and share a real quick one. You know, he jumped the gun. I know. Well, I'll just get out the way. You can get yours, and we can go to break. Uh, you know, uh, we the summer of 2019, after my freshman year of college, went to Cambodia to serve the Lord to go. Uh, proclaim his name to the, to the people there. And when I went there, it was a good experience. And our whole team got sick with dengue fever. And in the whole experience in the hospital, funny stories came out of it. But the most important thing that came out of it was I learned and I, I, had, I was facing a situation where I had to completely, wholly trust in God and him alone. I cannot tell you the number of times that that James 1, 2, 3, 4 came to my head in which we were told to count all our trials as joy and that this testing of our faith, well, it's, it's going to produce endurance and endurance is going to have its complete effect that we're going to be perfect and complete and we're not going to be lacking anything. And I literally like saw that happening before my eyes, that that process. And it was, I was miserable. I tell stories and I'm like, I joke around how miserable I was. And it was true. I was very miserable. But in the end, none of it mattered because, you know, it was like God was with me the whole time. He didn't pull me out of it. He, he pulled me through it. And that, that's what I took out of that is that through all our trials, like God's not just going to take us out because we might get overwhelmed. It was going to pull us through. And that's why James wrote what he wrote when he said that we're going to have endurance. That's so important to have. And yeah, so that was my past. Now back to my turn. Two turns. Yeah, Um, I did. But my first summer at Kent 2018, I worked Fuge camps. If you didn't remember that from all the times I've talked about Fuge, I've worked Fuge twice. You talked about Fuge. And my first summer at camp, and I'm not going to go into like full detail what happened, but there was just one, something that happened in the like week four, right in the hardest summer. And, you know, you start to get worn out and you, your emotions start to like pour out more and more because if you work camp, you know, the lack of sleep is severe, worse than college. Um, but we, something happened and I just, you know, the next morning I just didn't want to get up. And it was the middle of the week and I knew I had to get up, but I just didn't want to. And I didn't want to put in effort that day because I was just so dejected and so worn out. And I got ready and went to the meeting that morning and I just sat there and prayed, Lord, give me joy. Cause I knew that the only thing that could bring me joy was the Lord. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything I could fester up because one, <laughs> I knew I couldn't myself that morning yeah. and I knew I could, I mean, I could lean on my staff, but they wouldn't provide me the joy I needed. The Lord could. 
in a short 20-second prayer, but I said amen, and right then, mm-hmm. my attitude changed. And I kid you not, I was a different person than I was before I prayed that prayer. And that was my best day of camp that summer. Praise God. And I you know, I fully feel like the Lord saw that, and he said, you relied fully on me. So I'm going to, you know, not like reward you, but, you know, bless that. And he, like I said earlier, he sees our faithfulness and he blesses our faithfulness, not in ways we completely understand or completely expect, but he blesses it. And, you know, you can look back and just see the Lord work in mighty ways. And in the midst of trials, you forget that sometimes. Because in the midst of me in the job search, I'd forgotten how many other times he had, you know, provided for me. But he hit, he has provided for us. He will provide for you. May not always be in the way you see, but he will provide. And never forget how he's provided you before, because that's going to grow your faith and guide your faith. And Satan's going to make you free. He's going to direct your thoughts to different ways to help you forget about those things. But don't forget. Write them down. You know, put them somewhere where you're reminded of them constantly. But all that to say... When you're in a trial, put everything you have on the Lord, and He'll He'll work wonders. He will. But I mean, he second ha- we're gonna go break. Second half, we go ahead on some scripture. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. See y'all and talk to y'all. I'm gonna see y'all soon. Welcome back from the break. Oh my God. We are here. For part two of the episode. Sometimes we need to do like a live recording so people can just see how stupid we are. During the break? Yeah. Oh, all the time. Oh, all the time. Yeah. Especially during well, the break. During the break is when we're at extra stupid levels. And post-recording. Oh, yeah. We're nuts. Anyways. And before. Oh, wow. Uh, anyways. Sounds so, like when we're not recording, we're kind of stupid. Eh, it happens. Kind of are during recording, too. But the that's Lord okay. The brings us wisdom. And that's why while we're recording, we're not as stupid. He does. Uh, we're here to read to you some scripture. I'm going to start us out here. We're going to James uh, chapter 1, verse 2 through 4. I, I kind of quoted this earlier, but I'm going to quote it uh, in its entirety here. It says, Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various, ty- various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its perfect results, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. I mean, this is the beginning of this letter that James wrote. And he wrote a lot about, uh, like, you know, doing rather than hearing, uh, faith over works. And he understood that whenever we whenever we live for Christ, whenever we have a life faith in him, trials are going to come with it. And he starts out right away, hey, you know, whether you're in it, you're out of it, whatever, like, count it joy. Because in the end, this is going to help make you perfect essentially like you are you are being built in endurance towards perfection towards christ and and you know that that that's why uh he writes that's exactly what he says you know that when we endure through trials we can be like christ so yeah cool all right next one first peter chapter one verses six through seven Let's read. You rejoice in this, even though now for a short time, if necessary, you suffer grief in various trials, so that the proven character of your faith, which is more valuable than gold, though perishable is refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. 
you know, that's kind of in the, in the place I'm in right now. It's like on the, on the coming out of this trial, you know, I rejoice in this. You know, I'm rejoicing because I'm at peace about my job and I'm, I'm at peace about where the Lord's leading me. Um, and I suffered grief. Daniel's a, a eyewitness to that. I suffered grief. I suffered yeah. confusion. So is Hannah. So is pretty much all the Naughty Club bros and, I'm sure a lot of people. We get honestly. it. Everyone saw you, Luke. Okay. It's okay. Okay. I don't like to make stuff about myself. <laughs> um, but so like, you know, now looking back, I'm rejoicing because I saw the Lord provide through it. Um, and then in the end of verse seven, it says that may result in praise, glory, and honor through revelation of Jesus Christ. And that's a lot of what I've been doing lately is like just saying, thank you, Lord. You know, looking back, I saw how you provided. I mean, that's what it's all about is we look back and we see, oh, this is all the Lord. Like, sure, you can claim mm-hmm. coincidence, but at some point they, they're not coincidences anymore. Yep. It's the Lord working things out. Yep. But absolutely. just one more thing before we go back to Daniel. Um, when it talks about the character of your faith, which is more valuable than gold, the perishable is refined, refined by fire. First of all, fire is hot and fire is painful. Yep. Refining hurts. It's tough. But more valuable than gold which is a precious metal, one of the most precious metals of all time. And God says your character is more powerful and more valuable than that. So why not, you know, enjoy the trials? I know they're tough. They're not, they're not the most fun thing in the world. But at the end of it, you're more faithful. Mm-hmm. And you have better character. I mean, James or Peter says it right here. Yep. So that's yep. all i got to say about that one. All right. And... Um... I'm right back in James again, uh, same chapter even. But in uh, James 1.12, it says, Blessed is a man who perseveres under trial. For once he's been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. I mean, this is just, you know, showing that there is a reward for those who, excuse me, Whoa. I'm very sorry. <laughs> there is a reward for those who uh, remain steadfast and that, uh, you know, God rewards our, our faithfulness, and he does. Uh, whenever we stand strong, whenever we stand firm in him, uh, he will reward us no matter what. Like, and, and his promise still stands. In the end, no matter what happens, uh, our, our faith in Christ, it's not going to disappear. And by that, I mean, like, no matter what happens in our trials, as long as we still follow Christ, you know, our salvation is still still there. Always and forever. At the very least, we always have that. Whenever we stand strong through these trials in which, you know, like Luke said, they're going to hurt. They're going to suck. And they do. You know, God rewards that our faithfulness to that if we're faithful through it. That's the key word. And, and at the end, it says, you know, which God has promised to those who love him, those who are faithful to him. That's the key. You know, be very faithful to God and, and remain steadfast. You know, hold strong, stand on the rock, and and whenever that trial comes, be prepared. So, then before I go to this next one, I think it's you know we have to make the distinction clear between you know what the prosperity gospel preaches and what this pre- what we're talking mm-hmm. about here. Yeah, because prosperity talk- gospel mainly talks about you know pray to God, you know be faithful, and you'll get what you want. What we're talking about, you'll get what God wants. You to yeah, get. we're we're not we're not talking about this like you know, 
we're, we're not in it for the rewards. Like the name it, claim it, blessing kind of thing. Yeah, we're not here for the rewards. You yeah. know, we're here to glorify God, no matter under any circumstance. Yeah. And you know, whatever the Lord sees fit to to reward us with, you know, we'll we'll gladly accept uh, as long as you know. And He knows what we would deserve in that case. But we don't do this for for the rewards that come with it from God or from, especially not for man. Um, yeah. I just felt so, like we ought to make that clear yeah. because it does. I mean, if you're, if you're not careful, it does sound kind of prosperity gospel like, because yeah. we're saying like, be faithful and God will reward it. But I mean, there's truth to that. God will reward your faith. I mean, mm-hmm. but not always in the way you think. And that's yeah. just one distinction we have to make here. Yeah. Part of that involves a terrible life here on earth. Yeah. Jeremiah 29, <laughs> 11 is not roses and, Tulips and butterflies. Nope. It's exactly the opposite. Anyways, um, next scripture, Romans 5, 3, which states, And not only that, but we also rejoice in our afflictions, because we know that affliction produces endurance. And that kind of speaks on just what I talked about. That verse goes against whatever prosperity gospel talks about. Mm-hmm. Because prosperity gospel is like, if you're going through something hard, you're not faithful enough. I mean, obviously that's wrong. Because Job went through the worst, some of the worst stuff, and he was one of the most faithful faithful people ever written about in the Bible. Yep. And you know, so many other things. I mean, so many other examples. You read through Hebrews eleven. There's so many other examples of that. But we ought to rejoice in our afflictions. Why? Let me read it again. Because we know that affliction produces endurance. And I want you know, I want to make that clear. Affliction produces endurance when you seek out the Lord. When you sit there and, you know, wallow in your sorrows and you know, all that kind of stuff, and you're just like, oh, this is a tough time. I'm just, I don't want to do anything. That doesn't produce endurance. That produces negative stuff that does not build you up. What we're talking about here is rejoicing in your in your afflictions while you're seeking the Lord. And seeking the Lord produces that rejoicing. Mm-hmm. And so keep that in mind that, just just because you're going through an affliction doesn't mean you're always going to produce endurance. It's what you do with that affliction to produce that endurance. Um, and even going on to verse 4, endurance produces proven character, and proven character produces hope. <clears throat> verse 5, this hope will not disappoint us because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's given us. I mean, it's a full picture of the gospel. Um, this hope will not disappoint. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as simple as that. I'm going to stop before I keep going. <laughs> yep. Uh, last bit of thing I got here is from Exodus uh, chapter 14, verse 14, which says, The Lord will fight for you uh, while you keep silent. He's saying, first of all, you know, uh, all you need to do is just watch watch the Lord. Um, the Lord will, will provide for you, um, but have faith in Him. So... <clears throat> In this context of what's going on, the people of Israel have been freed from Egypt. You know, hooray, yay! <laughs> now they're uh, they're kind of stuck right now in a in a they're they're in a tight spot. You know, the the Pharaoh was like, "Oh, hey, how about go get them back?" And they were in between an army and a big body of water. Well, they had nothing; they had nowhere to go. Well. Moses, you know, before before, uh, that verse I read, you know, he said, Do not fear. Stand by and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. The Egyptians whom you have seen today, you will never see them again forever. And that's when he says, The Lord will fight for you uh, while you keep silent. 
You know, just saying, just just have faith in the Lord. Just have faith, and whatever He does tell you to do, do. Does He not to do something? Don't don't do it. Don't try to make excuses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and and no matter what happens in the earth, I mean, then you know, in John sixteen thirty three. Uh, Jesus says, you know, in the world you have tribulation, but take heart. I, he says, I have overcome the world. Jesus has overcome the world. He, he is, he's coming here so that we can have peace. Um, even amongst that, that tribulation, God's been doing this forever. You know, this isn't a new Testament topic. This is, this is a all time topic that we're talking about today is, you know, the Israelites went to their trials and if we read through the scriptures, you know, sometimes they did not handle it well. They, sometimes they, well, not sometimes, a lot of times, they disobeyed God in their trials. And we see the result of that. But, yeah, that's the scripture we've gotten. We just got, like, our final, I guess, points to, to talk about. Yeah. I mean, um, all this to say, seek the Lord out. Mm-hmm. During tough times and... Rejoicing will come. Endurance will come. Um, all good things will come to you. Uh-huh. Doesn't always mean money. Doesn't always mean the job you want. Doesn't always mean the car you want. That's not it. It means that whatever the Lord wants you to get, which is usually faith, hope, love, and endurance, all that good stuff, is going to come. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying that other stuff will never come, because that could be one thing I blessed you with. But it's different for everybody. Yeah, there's no one you know cookie cutter faith for everybody. It's, it's true. Now, what we got to do is, you know, we got to be steadfast. Whatever trial we're going through, whatever we're about to go to, whatever we are going through, whatever we just came out of, uh, we got to be steadfast. And I just want to give a bit of advice to, um, you know, obviously, like someone, there's someone around you who's going through a trial right now. You know, you'll see it at some point. And something that I'm trying to do better at when I see people going through theirs. Um, is to don't don't tell them that you you know oh hey you know where to find me or you know I'll, I'm going to be here for you. Go be there for them. You know don't don't just throw yourself and say oh hey yeah you can come to me. No go to them. Um, the amount of confidence that someone has whenever someone stands with them, they they have so much more confidence and so much more hope. You know because we go through trials. Some, some very not often, but sometimes the Lord does have us go through them by ourselves. But so often, you know, we have opportunities to go through trials with our brothers and sisters in Christ. That's why we have community. Exactly, and we we have this this special thing together. And you know, why, why would we waste it if oh hey yeah, you know you know where to find me and that like I, I don't I don't like that I don't like when people tell me that I don't. Uh, <laughs> You know, I feel so much more comfortable when I know that that they're they're seeking me out, and so I'm trying to do that better too. Is just seek someone out and make sure that that you know they know that they're loved. They know that that someone's looking out for them. Someone is standing with them. So go stand with someone today, wherever they are. Go find them and stand with them in their trial. They probably they might need it, you know, because we may not we may not even know yeah. if someone's going through it. But if we stand with them. What else matters? You never know what people are going through. Mm-hmm. You heard the sound. You know what time it is. It's the missional moment of the week. Today we're going to be praying for the Hajang people in Bangladesh. Very small 
a relatively small people group in uh, in very far north Bangladesh, uh, near the border with India, in, in the northern border. 18,000 people, about, and uh, all Hindu, none know Christ. So um, that's what I got. Let's pray for him. Dear Heavenly Father, we glorify you and praise your name. You are holy. You are mighty. You are perfect. <clears throat> but right now I'm... Uh, I'm heartbroken about 18,000 uh, people from, from the Hajang people group. I'm heartbroken that, that none of these people have ever, maybe never heard your gospel. But certainly, from what we know, none of them believe. None of them know you. And they're, they're destined on a path that, that leads them to eternity away from you. Lord, may that not be so. May you send missionaries to, to Bangladesh and to uh, surrounding areas to, to come bring this good news. Bring this gospel to, to glorify you, not just here at home, but glorify you through the salvation of the Shang people. Just start with one person. Just one person. Touch their heart. Speak to them. They may understand this gospel. When they hear it, they'll turn to you and glorify your name. I'm excited for the day in which we will one day get to worship with the Hajang people. So it's your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Sweet. Episode 20. Yay! Also, we need to do recommendations. Yeah, it's recommendation time. Uh, first thing, what's yours, Luke? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds? Okay. Yeah, I saw it. That's Here. the first thing I saw. Look, we have sunflower seeds. Luke's got them. Ranch. Uh, These are ranch. I like any flavor. You know, dill pickle, cracked pepper, original. They're all good. But get David brand. None of the other brands are good enough. David brand's the best. That's my recommendation for the week. Because it's baseball season. Yeah. Mine is... Uh, Gonna be coffee mugs. I got a new coffee mug from the Texas Rangers, and it's beautiful. Um, I just took a sip of water out of it. I don't have a working coffee maker. It's but, a hard life for us college students. Yeah. <laughs> so we thank you for making us the journey this far to episode twenty. Yeah. Woo! And yeah, keep joining with our proverb today thing. You know, I missed a couple days. <gasps> I missed no, just yesterday. Oh, I just missed okay. yesterday. But it's okay. I'm gonna catch up today. I, I love you. Keep up with it. You know, read yeah. a proverb every day. It's actually it's been a very, it's been pretty nice just going through it again and good stuff. Tomorrow, Saturday, the tenth is we're starting uh, the contrast of the righteous and the wicked. It's good stuff. It's, it yeah. goes through a lot of the proverbs. So yeah, woohoo! Y'all be blessed in the Lord, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. For out of much affliction and anguish of heart, I wrote to you with many tears, not so that you would be made sorrowful, but that you might know the love which I have especially for you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Bible Belt Bros. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Bible Belt Bros Pod. Ask us questions and tell us how we can be praying for you. Until next time, be blessed in the Lord.